This is Marketing Jam, a podcast featuring the brightest minds in Canadian marketing. Here's your host, Darian Kovacs. Welcome everyone to Marketing Jam. Uh, we have a special guest here today, James from Lego. Uh, James, why don't you tell us your full title and, sure. and what your uh, day-to-day looks like over yep. at the LEGO Group. So um, I am a senior global manager of the global social media team at LEGO. Um, and what I'm sort of responsible for, my team's responsible for, um, is really across the board from social media. So um, on my team I have social media strategists that are responsible for coming up with the product strategy for the next LEGO Star Wars set that comes out. Um, we have content producers that are responsible for creating content for those plans. Um, and then performance marketing people who are looking at how we uh, <coughs> look at organic and paid marketing and the balance there, um, as well as sort of community managers. So they're the ones that are putting together the editorial plans, publishing the content, writing the copy, and engaging with our fans across the globe. Very cool. Very cool. Yep. So tell us how you got to where you are today. Oh, um, yes. Uh, so I would say I probably took the very non-traditional approach. Um, I majored in college with a major in computer animation and a minor in painting. Cool. Really transferable skills. Yes, it's great. Not at all. Um, I would not recommend you do that um, <coughs> in this climate. Um, but I, I was sort of a very sort of lucky individual in the sense that I was in college when Facebook came to be. Yep. Um, and so the moment I hit the working force world as an intern, mm -hmm. um, I already knew more about social media before anybody else did. So there was, I remember um, I had an internship with a um, PR, PR agency in New York City um, and a brief came in from a European company that was looking to launch their social, their um, digital social network um, in the US. Yeah. And basically what came in with the brief is, this is a version of Facebook for kids in a 3D world. And I vividly remember our chairwoman walking down the halls being like, I don't even know what Facebook is. Like, what do you, what do you, who knows about Facebook? <laughs> and I very bluntly pulled and popped my head up. I was like, I do know about Facebook. And she was like, okay, who are you? And you know, it transpired. I went to a new business pitch as an intern, which was yeah. absolutely terrifying. And then it, you know, I sort of realized I was like, oh, I, I can do this. Yeah. I know this stuff better than a lot of people who are in the working world and trained and educated in this yeah. space. So that's sort of really where it started. Okay. Yep. Very cool. And then how did it, you end up at Lego? How did it come to be? Sure. So um, I was a huge fan of Lego. Okay. My fondest memories um, with my father was, you know, building Lego sets. I remember I got a ping pong table for Christmas. Yeah. I think we played ping pong until like January, yeah. like New Year. Yeah. And then it was a Lego building surface. Yeah. I never played ping pong on yeah. it ever again. Um, so I've always been a, a huge fan of the brand. Yeah. I aged out of it like most yeah. of us do. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think from uh, the world of social media and in my career as I sort of moved up the ranks and got more focused in the social media world, um, Lego was always a brand that was hugely inspiring and hugely creative, not yeah. just from a social media yeah. standpoint. Um, and was a brand that I had always really been interested yeah. to work for, honestly. Yeah. So it was always a, not an end goal, yeah. but a, a dream situation, yeah. right? And um, long story short, I had a 
my own company um, where I was doing sort of digital, digital consultancy for all sorts of brands and I was working with small PR agencies, um, having my own clients doing content marketing, building websites, doing all sorts of bits and pieces. And I connected with um, Lego's PR agency based in the US, who are actually based in California. Started working with Lego um, through this PR agency, and then long story short, um, a job opening came up and got it. You sent in your resume? Yes. Okay. I mean, through knowing someone, yeah, so that yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. helps. Yeah. Um, and yeah, got, got the job. Very and cool. three years later, I am still there. It's amazing. Yep. Have you heard of the job application that the intern, the girl was looking for an internship at a creative agency and she sent everyone resumes with a Lego set of her self? I, I actually haven't. Okay. I, I need to check that out. Okay, so a girl, a girl <laughs> her resume came with a Lego set and said, build your perfect intern and I'm it. And it talked about all the oh. different pieces that she brought to the agency. Great idea. Yeah. Fantastic idea. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's the amazing thing about you know, Lego and uh, you know, sitting in this conference today, I had a bunch of people coming up to me about how they work with Lego from a you know, team building standpoint. And one woman was talking about how <clears throat> they had sort of a building challenge of like a speed building challenge, right. which is a very sort of normal thing in the Lego community. Um, and she was like, funnily enough, we learned that like our president was like a huge Lego fanatic and he beat everyone. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, here's another way you can do that. So I gave her another sort of building challenge. And you know, obviously at Lego, we do all sorts of building challenges. Yeah. And um, in every conference room, there is a bowl of bricks. Yeah. And regardless of that sound that it makes rustling through the bricks, yeah. no one ever says a thing. Yeah. Regardless of the importance of the presentation, yeah. everyone is very encouraged to yeah. touch and feel the bricks at all times. Very cool. Yep. So these days, um, mm -hmm. iOS, Android. Yes. Which one of those? Two? iOS all okay. the way. Okay. Uh, favorite apps, like top ones that you can't live without? Uh, I mean, obviously being social media, yeah. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. You're on them daily, multiple times. Yes, especially okay. with the new OS. I'd be, I have not looked yet, oh. but like uh, the, the tracker. Yes, the yeah. tracking, okay. I would be terrified and I will never set up limitations for myself because okay. that'll be a yeah. slippery slope. But yes, those are my, probably my, my, my favorite. Um, I do listen to a lot of podcasts primarily because I have a long commute to work, so that's a great way to pass the time. Do you have a favorite one or two that you want to recommend? I definitely do. Yeah. Um, so um, I sort of have a different perspective of, um, I'll be very honest, I'm not a big book reader. I yeah. don't read yeah. books. Yeah. Um, I read so much and consume so much content on a yeah. daily basis. Um, maybe I should probably try and read something long form, but um, I'm probably that classic person that doesn't have the attention span for it. Um, so my podcasts sort of uh, are not in the world of social media. I try instead of take inspiration from other areas. Yeah. So Freakonomics yeah. um, is a great podcast and they have just such a, a wide variety of topics. And I don't listen to every single one, but you know, there's just, it, it really sort of brings a lot of inspiration from a, different industries and different topics that yeah. sort of help you know build creativity and, yeah. and build inspiration for whatever it might be cool. yep and anything else that you consume really like ad age or, or uh, so from a magazine standpoint I've actually just subscribed to two magazines okay. um, which was surprising to me because like yeah. again I would just read it online yeah. or see it through you know my Apple news yeah. feed yeah. or whatever it might be so um, ink and fortune yeah. those help sort of I guess keep me 
sort of in touch with the other industries yeah. and other companies and what they're doing. Yeah. Um, that's you know super valuable, especially as you can get sort of very you know tunnel visioned yeah. in the world that we're in, marketing to kids and and yeah. you know parents. Yeah. Um, so it's good to get inspiration from them. I also, um, you know, there's, there's other podcasts. I'm a huge sports fan. So, um, there is a, uh, podcast called part of my take, which has okay. sort of taken the podcast world by storm. Yeah. So from a marketing standpoint, yeah. I find it incredible what they've been able to do and how they've been able to do it and the authenticity that they bring to it. Yeah. So I sort of look at these sort of content distribution formats in a very different light that I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah. And what about conferences and events? So someone who's in social media listening to the show right now, yeah. what do you suggest that they go to or what do you suggest that they read if they want to keep up on? Sure. So, you know, the, the very honest answer is um, a lot of conferences are hit and miss, yeah. right? They're also sometimes very expensive to get in the door. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily recommend that, you know, attend a bunch of conferences or, um, you know, read a bunch of magazines, yeah. but I would really look at something like LinkedIn or other, or even YouTube in some yeah. cases where other platforms that are giving, you know, that sort of soapbox opportunity for, you know, business leaders or, you know, content producers in any way yeah. to do amazing things, right? Yeah. So I, I'm always inspired by the YouTube, what I call the YouTube black hole, right? Yeah. So you go into YouTube yeah. and then, you know, two hours later you're watching videos about, you know, there's a, a, a YouTube creator called Healthy Junk Food that I watch. Yeah. And again, with their entire purpose that they do basically is build large formats of junk food. They built, they literally created like a large M&M. It's a 10 minute video, but I'm, looking at what they're doing from the con from the context of a marketer yeah. and a social media person and trying to understand like how how are they approaching this how are they thinking of coming up with this content yeah. why are they thinking about yeah. this content why am i as a consumer watching the whole yeah. video yeah. and seeking out the next one so i sort of look at it from that very sort of cerebral alternative perspective okay yep wow uh, and as far as like when you think of social media, yep. do you include um, sites like Reddit and yep. Pinterest? Or in, is Lego in those worlds? So um, we definitely are. You know, our priority channels um, as a brand is definitely Facebook, Instagram, yeah. um, and YouTube. Those are our primary channels. Um, and you know, yes, there's a lot of opportunities potentially on Pinterest, and there's a lot of opportunity on channels like Reddit as well. Yeah. Um, and we'll continue to look at those sort of yeah. channels as potential yeah. platforms. Um, but our really real goal is to become sort of the best in class um, brand on those respective channels. Yeah, Instagram, and Facebook, and YouTube. Would they put blogging and e-newsletter under your department or do they consider that something else? So that is something else. Yeah. Um, we're not sort of big into the, the written word, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. It's not something that we really spend a lot of time on. Um, <clears throat> and you know, our sort of newsletter world is sort of very much tied to the CRM yeah. sort of shop.lego.com yeah. newsletter where you know you're getting news about products and that sort of stuff but yeah. i think there is a huge opportunity and um we talk about this often you know lego um has a department called lego foundation that really looks at the educational be benefits of lego yeah. and research around yeah. them the benefits of lego and you know i think there's a huge opportunity for us as a brand to really you know hold our heads up a little bit more high and you know we're usually a pretty humble brand and don't tout ourselves too loudly, but I think, you know, there's a lot of parents that have a lot of interest in 
how Lego can help in education of their kids. And Pinterest is a great resource for that sort of content that you know really inspires us to sort of look at that as an opportunity. That's cool. Yep. And as far as um, and what you're seeing today, like marketing world, where we're yes. here today, what were the gems that you brought today? What was the, the your talk? What were you hoping? To sure. Yeah. So. Um, you know, I think one of the, knowing that looking at myself as an attendee to a conference yeah. and understanding I've been at those conferences yeah. where these huge brands are talking about they do this and they yeah. do that, and it becomes pretty unrelatable pretty yeah. quickly because, um, you know, not everyone is a Lego, and, I'm, and yeah. I very openly talk about how yeah. we're very aware of how lucky we are as a brand that we have, cons you know, consumers and fans that create amazing content. Yeah. Um, but I try and sort of bring it down to a more realistic level of how we look at and how everyone can look at content marketing yeah. um, as a whole. So my sort of main approach to um, the presentation, what I shared today, was really um, at a very basic level how, as a global brand, we can create so much content, yeah. right? Um, or we could create a few really amazing pieces of content. And how do we balance that sort of approach to make sure that we're delivering the right content to the right audience yeah. on the right platform in the right format at the right time? And that's sort of a real struggle for a lot of brands because there's just so much opportunity and there's yeah. so much potential. Yeah. And sometimes there's so much content and we really try to narrow it down and make sure there's an objective to every single thing that we create and every single thing that we post. Because not every brand can do a major motion picture. Yes, yeah. correct. And have Vancouverites, Tegan and Sarah, to your theme go. song. Yes. I don't know if you know that. Your theme song was I, made by Vancouverites. There you go. I did not. OK. Yeah. Fantastic. Everything is awesome. Yeah. Great. They're twin it, sisters. Are they really? From Vancouver, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Good for them. Fun fact of the day. <laughs> Being that we're filming in Vancouver today, I thought that was uh, yes. yeah, yeah, yep. a thing to bring up. So um, I know you can't disclose too much, mm -hmm. I know this, but what do you see down the pipe as far as the Lego brand that's in 2019? What are you excited about and what are you, what are you seeing coming? Um, so I think for us as a brand, um, you know, we've done a great job of engaging kids as a whole and, you know, coming up with, you know, IP-led products, yeah. whether it's Star Wars, Marvel, super, you know, Lego superheroes, yeah. um, all of those products, you know, and it, it allows us to continue to stay relevant, whether it's, yeah. you know, the, the solo movie products yeah. that we launched or, um, the Spider-Man products that we launched or the yeah. Fantastic Beats Beast products yeah. that we launched to tie into the movie. Um, but I think we're, we're sort of very much focused on that, that kid audience. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a huge opportunity out there because we know that, you know, there's a whole dedicated group um, that are adult fans of Lego. AFOLs. Correct. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a huge opportunity to, to leverage that audience even bigger and not necessarily that super high affinity audience yeah. that's got the basement that every yeah. kid would dream yeah. of with you know every Lego piece yeah. sorted and that sort of stuff. But how can we sort of recruit those adults that experienced the toy when they were a kid, still love the toy, but haven't really found a reason to get back into it? Yeah. So you know, products like you know, product lines like Lego Ideas, um, where you architect set. Yes, yeah, so the architecture yeah. set, you know, I think there's a huge opportunity to expand on those sort of product lines or even create new product lines yeah. um, that really speak to that audience. How about um, Legoland? Yes. Um, tell me about what, what you're seeing with Legoland and the connection with Lego and, and, and being that it's a massive activation for your brand all the time, every yep. day. It definitely is. I mean, it, it, it's similar to sort of the, the Lego brand's uh, retail stores yeah. that we have. You know, it is that that physical embodiment of the brand, yeah. right? And 
that's a really important thing to continue to inspire kids yeah. and for them to see and truly experience a brand in a completely different way, yeah. right? Whether it's a theme park or whether it's you know a store experience yeah. where they're you know doing building challenges with our um, you know our brick specialists in the store. There's you know we're very much about trying to create a physical experience rather than a shopping experience yeah. or a theme park experience. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. So our um, adult fans of Lego in Vancouver are very uh, vibrantly involved yes. and, and they raise a lot of money for a lot of amazing charities here yep. in Vancouver. Uh, and they've been recently been putting on an event at the River Rock in Richmond. Okay, cool. and, and it's one of the coolest events to go to because it's like a micro Legoland where you see all their creations. So that is a, uh, a very vibrant audience. And, and, yes, yeah. and they're they are an amazing audience and you know we love to try and sort of cultivate um, them and sort of really make sure that they're they're feeling supported and inspired by what we do. So we have an entire dedicated uh, community team yeah. that works exclusively with um, A Falls around the globe. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're they're amazing what they do. They do these, uh, yeah, like the speed builds at night yes. and these little mini competitions. Yes. It's, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is, and it it's great. So we we have them um, actually at our office every year. Oh. Um, a group of them yeah. um, really just. For that gives them an opportunity to speak to us, oh, um, and yeah, they, they teach us a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then we have a guy, uh, Robin, builds yep. these massive uh, sculptures at different events okay, uh, throughout cool. the year. Yeah, which very is cool. Always fun to see when. Yes. Yeah. So we're we're super lucky in uh, Enfield, where our U.S. headquarters is, where we actually have um, a model shop in our office. Oh, wow. So there are six. Um, I believe it's six um, master model builders yes. um, at Lego um, in the Enfield office that are cons constantly building life-size models. So it's yeah. super cool to, you know, take a break, stand up from your desk, and go walk over to the model shop and see what they're doing. And usually, it's just the coolest stuff. So tell me that term, I, master model builder. Yes. Tell me about these people. Yeah. So um, there are um, only a few, I believe there's less than 10 um, yeah. globally, yeah. Uh, master model builders, and yeah. they are employed by the company yeah. um, to build whatever it might be yeah. for whatever project, yeah. whether it's um, models for Comic-Con, yeah. so we do a lot of, um, uh, we usually build around four models for Comic-Con. Yeah. This year we did a Thanos model, we did a life-size Millennium Falcon cockpit model, um, yeah, we did an Aquaman model, yeah. and there's one more that I can't remember. We did, uh, yep, yeah, I can't remember, but, okay. um, you know, they, they do just the most amazing stuff ever, and of course, as a even as an employee, I yeah. just think like, so how can I take like one of these home, yeah. guys? Like, what does it take? How long do I have to work here? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Are you one of the, the few, do you have one of those business cards that is actually you as a minifigure? I am very lucky to yes. have one of those minifigures, okay. I do. Um, and it is, I will say, although it sounds as, as small as it is, it is easily one of the best parts of the job. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Very cool. Yeah, and just the reactions, right? I think the, the classic example that I always talk about um, is actually last time when I was in Canada, yeah. um, in Montreal, yeah. and going through customs, yeah. right? And sorry, customs people, if any of you are listening, um, they're not the most pleasant people in the world, you know, people on Border Patrol, mm -hmm. nor really should they. Um, and I told him that he like asked me where I work, and I said Lego, and this guy's face lit up Aww. and didn't let me leave for 10 minutes. <laughs> and it was great, you know, it, it it's just amazing to be able to work for a company yeah. that people really connect with and really have 
so many good things to say about it. No one ever has a bad thing to say about Lego. It's amazing. Yeah. Except for then they step on them at night. Well, yeah, that, that's fine. But then you can also like, you know, bond over that because we've yeah. all done it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude, I, I stepped on a shark last year. Ooh, rough. Yeah, and was that, yeah, that was one yeah. of them. Yeah, that yeah. was a rough night. That's, that's gonna hurt, yeah. yep. So who are some brands that you actually follow or admire? Like, I, sure. I mean, being that where you are in the position that you are. Yeah, I mean, I think um, we feel really strongly that we are the best at what we do. Um, and that's not necessarily an arrogant statement, but I think um, you know, because we have a unique audience um, that we're trying to reach um, and a unique product yeah. um, and the content to support that product, we really feel that um, we are the best at what we do. Yeah. But I think there are definitely a lot of brands, as I said, you know, whether it's a content creator yeah. on YouTube, yeah. um, you know, I think I take inspira we take inspiration from everywhere, yeah. right? So. Um, one of the content creators, um, Complex, has a interview series yeah. on YouTube called Hot Ones. Yeah. Um, and it's an interview, it's a classic celebrity yeah. um, host interview. Yeah. Um, and they eat 10 hot wings, each of progressively oh, hot, yeah. hot sauces. Yeah. And the questions that they ask, and they have a sort of a, yeah. a pretty formulaic approach yeah. to the questions, yeah. it's just We've all seen the celebrity interview, yeah. but it's a celebrity interview done in a very interesting way, yeah. in a different format, yeah. and that to me is something that we take great inspiration for. Like, like between two ferns, correct? Like a little crazy right, there. and yeah. and so you know we do Lego designer videos with our sets, yeah. right? Um, but there's a pretty sort of static formula yeah. that we've done year over year over yeah. year, and taking inspiration from other people yeah. and other content creators yeah. that that do sort of really engaging different yeah. formats to like a celebrity host interview yeah. um, really inspires us to sort of sort of change change the way we do things. Um, how about Fortnite? Will we see a Lego Fortnite collab? I can't talk about that in any detail. Um, but okay. what I can talk about is that um, we announced, I believe it was a week or two about, yeah. ago, about um, the Lego Overwatch partnership. Okay. Um, so um, we uh, recently announced um, one of the models uh, that we're launching um, through Blizzard yeah. um, in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, and actually, my team will be yeah. at BlizzCon. Um, okay. Yeah. It's amazing. It is very, very exciting. The gaming space is a, is a wild, wild space. Yeah. My, oh, my, I got my son the, uh, where you can, uh, dimensions. Yes. And you can put actual Lego figures on a, a little thing and it yep. absorbs them into the game. Yep. It's amazing. It is very cool. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So he's 12. He's in like the prime of like Lego-ness right now. He's Keep it going. He's been collecting the Harry Potter series right now. Oh, the, yes, the, the, the minifigure mini series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, those, are, are, those are great. Yeah, yep. very cool. Now, as far as um, this next year, like, mm -hmm. what are some of the trends that you're seeing in social media, like things that we should all be watching as far as like Facebook, sure. Instagram, and YouTube's concerned? I mean, I think, um, you know, the, uh, it's not news to anyone that, you know, organic reach on Facebook is down. Yeah. Um, so we're definitely looking at ways that we can um, leverage the best of our content with yeah. the best of, um, you know, a smaller media budget yeah. to support and ensure that our content's reaching the right audience yeah. on Facebook. So that would be the first thing. I don't think that's necessarily groundbreaking. Um, I think we see messaging as a really interesting space yeah. to move into. Um, so we have um, a chat bot on Facebook yeah. um, called Ralph. Um, and Ralph will be um, available this Christmas okay. as a gift-finding robot. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's essentially, it is um, you know an AI-led yeah. um, 
sort of decision tree based messaging bot on Facebook. So you as a parent yeah. can go on and say, I want to buy a Lego set, yeah. and Ralph the chatbot will take you through that process. It's been bad this year, it's been good this year. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's been good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think the, the messaging space is a really interesting space, okay. right? You know, customer service, yeah. um, you know, I think, you know, Facebook Messenger opening up the API and being yeah. able to embed it into um, websites, that's yeah. going to be a really okay. sort of um, interesting world to be in. Yeah. Um, you know, it takes, you know, real time engagement to a whole nother level um, and I think it's the balance between you know the um, the AI led messaging yeah. and you know the real time one-to-one -one messaging yeah. yep and then IGTV versus YouTube <sighs> um, so I think you know there's a, bit, a really interesting trend with um, video content as a yeah. whole right you know Facebook live was the yeah. the biggest thing ever and yeah. it was all over yeah. um, your Facebook feed and yeah. now you never no. really hear about it or, uh, or or see it anymore. The occasional newscast. Yeah, that's about and it. that's yeah. that's where you know the sweet spot yeah. for that will be. But I think what's really interesting with um, with sort of that live content production is surprisingly sort of TV still owning that space. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, you know the IGTV space yeah. um, is an interesting one on a personal consumer yeah. level. I don't envision a world in which I'm going to consume video yeah. in a portrait style. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not necessarily their audience that they're going after, being the age that I am. Um, so I'm sure um, I can be proven wrong. And we're definitely looking um, as a brand at IGTV yeah. as a potential opportunity. Um, and we've created a bunch of content pieces on IGTV. Um, but I still think you know, YouTube is going to be you know, the primary place, yeah. just in the, the, the very fact that you know, I think I, I read a stat that um, I believe it's something close to like 40 to 50 percent of YouTube content is actually viewed on the big screen, yeah. on a TV screen, okay. which really flips yeah. all that research yeah. on its head. So, I uh, was watching IGTV recently, and, and Gary Vee has, yeah. has a little thing at the beginning saying, telling you to flip your phone. Yes, because he's like, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to go vertical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, it, it's it's an interesting listen. Uh, I trust the very smart people in Instagram yeah. that they knew uh, something yeah. that maybe we don't, yeah. um, and we'll just have to watch that space. How about Vimeo? Does it have a place still in this world? Uh, sorry, Vimeo, no. I oh, don't okay. think so. Okay. I mean, the only time I ever see anything from Vimeo is through like video production companies that share yeah. their videos. Yeah, and, and put a password on it. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yep. Anything else you want to share with the listeners in Canada here? No. Viewers? Check us out on our social media channels. And uh, yeah. Very cool. Thanks. So on a personal note, yes. I need to ask. And sure. those that maybe are in the business as well, yep. would love to know, can you turn off work? Can you have like, a, <laughs> a, and if you have the practice of it, you practice Sabbath. Can you practice a yeah. break, a relief from work, and actually still consume social media without thinking about your job? Is it possible? Uh, Have you figured that out? So the answer is it needs to be possible because burnout is a real thing and yeah. it will happen. Yeah. Um, I think... And you, you have know, a new baby, I, right? So I have 11 month old yeah. and my wife and I have very a very strict rule that between the age that the time of five and seven thirty, yeah, there are no phones. Okay, so so no phones. So you put in a little box. Just somewhere. not even touching yeah. the phones because yeah. that is the one sort of yeah. 
two and a half hour spot that is dedicated to family time and engaging with a kid and not taking Instagram stories yeah, of the yeah. kid, even though my child has her own Instagram profile. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, it, there needs to be, is okay. the answer. I think the challenges that I, that I have, um, you know, is that I'm, regardless of what content I'm looking at, yeah. whether it's pure entertainment or not, I'm still thinking about yeah. it with a business yeah. mindset in the background. Um, but there's that, I don't see that changing. That's um, your life right now. Correct. I still spend a great deal of time before I go to bed, a good 30 minutes watching a lot of very useless content on YouTube. On your phone? No, uh, on, on an iPad. On an iPad, okay. Um, and you know, my wife will very regularly like see what I'm looking at yeah. and watching and be like, what are you yeah, watching? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you know, it's, it is my level of disconnect, yeah. but I will definitely in the back of my head think like, that's a really interesting strategy yeah. and a really interesting content format. Huh, how could we apply that? And uh, Chromecast or Apple TV? Apple house? TV, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm a Amazon Alexa and Apple TV yeah. fanboy. Okay, Sonos? No, okay. uh, uh, Alexa. Alexa, I have gone all in on yeah. Alexa. Okay. I will not get the microwave. Okay. The microwave will not happen. Okay. But okay. I have one, two, three, four, five, six Alexas. Okay throughout my house. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, it's, it's awesome, but also I'm pretty sure my daughter's first word will be Alexa. Alexa. My, my three and four year old, yeah. we, we brought uh, a new Sonos indoor house yeah. that had Alexa, yeah. and they would ask Alexa often to play Lightning and the Thunder by Imagine Dragons, <laughs> and it would constantly, and we'd be listening to nice music, yeah. and then they would interrupt and tell Alexa to yes. change music, which, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that is a very, you know, the voice space is a very, very interesting space, yeah. and a very interesting space for brands, because, you know, the Amazon world of when you ask Alexa, order me batteries, yeah. she doesn't care yeah. what brand of batteries they are. Yeah. You know, so, you know, the, the brand equity that companies have spent years and decades building yeah. could potentially disappear, but okay. we'll see. So you're on Facebook, because yep. you had a university email address. Yes. I did as well. Do you remember Nexopia? No, I do know. That okay. could have been a Canadian thing. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. Uh, MySpace? Did you have a MySpace I account? I actually never had a MySpace. I had a Friendster account. Friendster, okay. Yes. okay. So where yeah. is MySpace now? Is it, is it in the graveyard? You no, know, you can still go to MySpace. Really? In fact, we have like an open seating area in our sort of office area that we, yeah. you know, entertainingly call MySpace. Really? Yes. Okay. Yep. Remember GeoCities? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yep. I remember being very sad that I was... <laughs> uh, Yahoo Groups was like yeah. a big thing too. Yeah. yeah. All of those things. Okay. Now we're dating ourselves. I want to remake <laughs> our website for this April Fools uh -huh. as a GeoCity site. Because I think it'd be hilarious for <laughs> that a That would be great. Yeah. That would be great. Because I made one with my friend Andy Rains. There you go. Yeah. As you should. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, thanks Crazy. again for being no here. Thank thanks, you. Thanks, uh, everyone. This was amazing. James from Lego. Thank you. Uh, we're big fans at uh, Marketing Jam of Lego, as you can probably imagine. And uh, it's just a real honor to have you here today. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Marketing Jam. If you enjoyed the show, head over to our YouTube or Facebook and give us a thumbs up and visit iTunes to leave a rating and review. Thanks again and see you next time.
Find easy ways to store your outdoor tools and accessories at Menards. Suncast provides high-quality and easy-to-assemble storage. Suncast storage sheds are the perfect solution for organizing and protecting your outdoor tools and equipment. Plus, their all-weather construction is low-maintenance. Explore all our outdoor storage options in-store and on Menards.com. And check out more of our great deals going on now at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.